0: BBC Podcasts. Local voices on demand. Hello, thanks for listening to the Gibraltar Today podcast. I'm Jonathan Scott. Stunning footage of fin whales near Gibraltar was taken by Jamie Perez this weekend and it's garnered a lot of attention on social media. We discussed responsible whale and dolphin watching with the Nautilus Project's new marine monitors, Alex sanchez Soisa, Carlos Kuzner-Nunez, Emily Rees and... Isla Olivares. If you're able-bodied, how better to explore the history of Gibraltar's old town than with a leisurely walk with an interesting speaker. And Patrick Sacarello is certainly that. But first, Europort Avenue is to become a one-way road running alongside a bidirectional cycle route. Transport Minister Paul Balban says it'll be better for cyclists but also for pedestrians and... The government will not have to cover the cost.
1: Thank you for having me again, Jonathan. Yes, I'm absolutely, you know, I'm ecstatic that this project has been given the green light. I mean, this is transformational for Gibraltar. This is extremely important. This is a road um, where there's going to be three new schools. In fact, there are already some schools there already. Um, It's an area which is residential. And um, people live there, and this will provide green areas. It, it will also provide a bidirectional bicycle lane. It will provide also opportunities for entertainment as well, which I think is extremely important. And really, it's creating a human street. It's a, a democratic space for people to enjoy, um, whereby cars are still allowed to to transfer or to, uh, to passage through it, and but at a much reduced speed and in one direction. So I think it's a win-win um, for for many for many reasons.
0: So so you you get a lot of stick from people who see you as the person in government who's removing parking spaces and making it harder for um cars to park or for people to park their cars uh but but you you you, you've told us before that that this is about providing not about punishing car users but about providing real alternatives to people who want to walk and and cycle in particular
1: Mm, absolutely, Jonathan's it's uh, too much stick and very little carrot, I think, in, my, in that respect. But this provides an opportunity for people. This is not a, a measure uh, against the car. Cars will be allowed through, and this is happening in many, many cities. Barcelona, with the super streets, is, is, you can see it there, you know, and cars just, just drive uh, past very slowly. They drop their kids off at school, in this case in Gibraltar. Parents will be allowed in, they can drop their children off at school, um, in a more leisurely manner because there won't be cars behind you wanting to go to other places. It'll also be open to, for residents as well. So, um, but what we're going to try to to avoid is having cars using it as a thoroughfare, as a, as a shortcut, and in that way, it becomes a more pleasant environment. And I think this is what this is all about.
0: So the plans include um, resurfacing, but also importantly, landscaping and and increasing how attractive it is for people to to stop and have a a,
1: a coffee, an ice cream. Close to the road. No? Yeah, this is what this is all about. This is a human space. We, we remember when the car appeared in our roads, you know, many years ago. We gave all our space up to the car, uh, and before that, we would play on our streets, we would live on our streets, we would we would do business on our streets. But we gave that space up, and this is a way that we can actually, you know, try to regain that that land back for people. This is not about, um, the, I mean, people still drive cars and people still get, catch buses, but this is for people generally it can be shared by everyone and um, by people, you know, who, who want to walk have a jog want to cycle safely to get to work so it is as a it's transformation this is something which Gibraltar uh, you know really I think will appreciate eventually I think change is change it takes time to get used to change and I think the first thing is resistance and I think we've, we've seen that so many times um, but I'm very confident just like Main Street you know worked back then this will also work
0: Do you think that the cycle lane in place at the moment from the runway to Bayside Road is working?
1: Absolutely it's working because we've seen um, around 55,000 um, users using it. That does not mean to say, because there's a lot of arguments on, on social media saying, well, that doesn't mean it's all bicycles. It's not all bicycles. I mean, there are e-scooter users as well, but what it does mean, and so, and even, I mean, a lot of these bicycles and e-scooters already existed because they came to the front of and we're not going to deny the truth. But what it does mean is that in the past four weeks, there's been 55,000 less bicycles and e-scooters sharing or competing for road space. And yep. I think that is, that is also a very important part of this infrastructure. Gibraltar
0: Today with Jonathan Scott. On to history. We do love Gibraltar history in Gibraltar because there's so much to our story. And if you're able-bodied and can walk around, how better to explore our history, and in particular, the history of our old town. It's not the most accessible place, um, but part of this walking tour is fully accessible, I think, uh, and I'll be corrected if I'm wrong in just a moment, but there are some architectural gems uh, uh, just off Main Street and on Main Street and plenty of interesting backstories. And Patrick Sacarello is passionate about our local history and about telling those stories so you've launched a walking tour. Good afternoon, Patrick.
2: Good afternoon, Jonathan.
0: How, how, tell us a little bit about how it started. I mean, you've always been passionate. You've you've helped to document
2: your own family's story and, and you wanted to share it, I guess. Well, during lockdown, Marguerite, a friend, Marguerite Galloway, told me how, about this um, becoming a licensed tour guide. And I inquired, got a very good syllabus from the local tourist office, and um, studied it and and took the exam and as i've lived most of my life in irish town and, and working life particularly um i i felt it be a good you know thing to to learn and i i thought an old town walking tour would of one and a half hours would be ideal because um you know a lot of the a lot of the attractions in jibber focus on the upper rock and the monkeys and and quite rightly but um, I think the walking tour option is, is you know, in Prague, Dublin, it's a very vibrant well, thing. Well, I was
0: going to say, I, I've done walking tours in Bath and and other cities that have sort of rich history, and it's just such a great way to, to take in... I mean, you, you'd probably go for the walk anyway, but if you can go for the walk with somebody who's, uh, mm. you know... Well informed and, and can tell you some interesting stories. And it's really a, a great, enjoyable way to take in a city.
2: Yes. I mean, Jib hasn't really got this hop on, hop off option because of the pedestrianization of Main Street and Irish Town. But it's ideal because the old town is within a easily, you know, one and a half hour uh, radius, which is about the limit, really, for old, older people. You know?
0: Yeah, so I suppose it it is largely for able-bodied people. Although I suppose you're not negotiating too many steps,
2: or you no, some? maybe 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 some you know buildings maybe for you know the disabled. But but I think most most of them are okay because I mean the the churches I think you can visit but the synagogues unless I have got private clearance beforehand. Um, you you, know, you can't just walk in. You can't just walk in. Yeah. But I would have thought so. Round the old town, I think there is accessibility. On Radio Gibraltar and
0: on GBC Television, Gibraltar Today with Jonathan Scott. If you have been on social media, you might have seen some stunning footage of fin whales to the east of Gibraltar in the waters out from... Catalan Bay and Sandy Bay. It was footage taken by Jamie Beres and it's garnered a lot of attention. (laughs) And um, it's my pleasure to talk a little bit more uh, about that fin whale sighting uh, with the Nautilus Project. Um, we've had some uh, wonderful comments um, uh, about the sighting, uh, and we'll get to those in just a moment. But let me first uh, just say uh, a warm welcome to, let me see if i got you, yeah. Yeah, there we go, Alex sanchez Soysa, Carlos Kuzner nunez Emily Rees, and Ayla Olivares. And I hope that I more or less pronounced your names correctly. perfect. thank you for joining us everyone so um it's not obviously not the the first video that we've seen of fin whales but it's 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 such a majestic creature that it always is really popular and everybody sort of really enjoys i mean seeing it in person would be amazing but even just seeing the footage and knowing that it was so close to the rock of gibraltar um seems to always excite a lot of people doesn't it
2: yeah, yeah um, the uh, fin whales. They're a they're a protected species, and they migrate through the Straits of Gibraltar every year. And um, they have quite a low population, so seeing one is, is is quite a sight. So it's not very.
0: It's not it's not every
2: day that you'll see. No, a fin No, woman. no, no. Uh, they're they're the second largest whale on the planet after the blue whale. So it's it's quite a sight to see if you see one of them.
0: Uh, and um, and I suppose it's just pot luck, really. No, there's no, there's yeah. it's just right time, right place. Yeah. Uh, and you guys have been tracking um, sightings through the Nemo app, um, so, so you'd know if if there were further sightings of whales. Uh, so if we put to to one side uh, fin whales, what what other whales uh, are occasionally seen in Gibraltar waters? So in Gibraltar waters. I guess we could get, maybe like in Spain, we get the pilot whales, we get the um the wars, I think it was, and there was one more. I, I've lost the name of is it, that, but you get three. Yeah, uh, uh, the orca is? The orca is more in Spain. In Gibraltar, we don't really get the or- okay. the orcas. We get, you can get along the straits. When we went up uh, the coast of Portugal, you can see some there. And it just depends on migration patterns, which is why we've got the Eucinus app now, which gives us the... Sightings. So when people post actual sightings, we can get research from that. We can see where they are, the migration patterns and different things. Of course, yeah, because you've got two apps now. The Nautilus yes, Project has the Nemo app and the... Okinas app. Okina app. Fantastic. Um, okay, well, let's bring in Emily and Isla. Um, tell us a little bit about uh, uh, your involvement in the Nautilus Project. Uh, we know that um, uh, the summer months uh, are, are months that usually people spend more time at the beach... At and um, and I suppose that um, for somebody who, who loves the sea, uh, then that's just uh, it's a bonus to, to be able to do so, no?
2: Yeah, okay. uh, we're both in the new um, Youth Monitor summer program, it's a bit of a pilot scheme, it's the first year they're doing it. And um, then project received a grant which they then use uh, to pay us and make the new scheme. I mean,
0: oh, it's amazing. So you've, you've basically got a summer job with the Nautilus project.
2: Yeah, and it started today, actually. We did a safeguarding children's course, and it started today, and it ended, we're up until August, right? Mm-hmm. 25th of August. Yeah. 25th
0: of August, excellent. Um, so that means that you've got uh, yeah a good eight weeks now ahead of you of, of doing paid work with the Nautilus project. How long have you been involved with it, and, and, and what sort of motivates you? Why, why do you find it so interesting?
2: Right. I, think I've, I think I've been volunteering with them for two years now for Duke of Edinburgh and it's, it's fascinating. They, they provide so many opportunities with the beach cleans and they've taken um, some of us diving to, yeah. do, to collect data, things like that. They provide it's, very good experiences. Yeah, they, they really do. Yeah. And we've, I think we've all had a lot of fun with them. Thanks for listening to those highlights
0: from Gibraltar today. I'm Kellyanne Borge, the show's producer. We're live on Radio Gibraltar, Monday to Friday from 1 to 2, getting behind the headlines. And you can catch up here whenever you like. Until next time, have a good one. GBC Podcasts. Local voices on demand.